0: Two and ten with Tom. Positivity is Infectious, the podcast with Tom Fazio. You know what? Life isn't always fair. You know what else? Life isn't supposed to always be fair. So get used to it. Where's the positivity, you ask? It's here. In the words of former Secretary of State Condoleezza Rice, the sooner you realize that life is not fair, the better off you'll be because you'll spend less time railing against life's unfairness and feeling aggrieved and entitled, and more time figuring out how to maximize your assets and your talents and how to deal with things you're not very good at. Those are some powerful words. It's so easy to get and stay angry and bitter about things. Bad stuff happens all the time. To us, to our loved ones, to the world. And if that's what we focus on, that's what we'll continue to get. Because, simply put, like attracts like. Here's an easy example that applies to every one of us. The bad day. If your day starts off bad and you focus on how bad it started, it will stay bad and probably get worse. I'm sure that's happened to you. I know it's happened to me. Now imagine days, weeks, months, years like that. Nothing ever seems to go right for you. And it's not fair. Even your family and friends seem to talk to you less these days. You deserve better. You're entitled to better. Why isn't it just better? Is this you? Tired of it yet? Good. Get tired of it. It doesn't get to run your life. But you have to stop being mad. Stop thinking the world owes you something. Stop it right now. Want your life to be better? You have to make it better, and I'm going to give you the first step right here. Gratitude. Find something in your life to be grateful for, no matter how far back you have to look or how small you may think it is. Focus on that. Focus hard. If you can, try it right now. Pretty soon, you'll find more things to be grateful for. Then, over time, even without realizing it, things will start getting better. Your attitude will improve. Your outlook will improve. Your whole life will improve. Because the direction your life takes is up to you. Now, you may be listening to this and wondering, how does this guy know it's going to work? Well, because it worked for me. <laughs> I've lived this. This happened to me. My life went through a period where it was absolutely crappy. And I lived it. I lived in the crappy. I was angry all the time. Everybody I I remember thinking to myself, The world sucks. Everything is just so bad. But I had to stop. I had to stop, and I had to think about all the things that were going well for me. That was the only way I could turn it around. Because the more angry I got, the more angry I got. No, that wasn't a stutter. (laughs) That's really what happened. If you get and stay angry all the time, that's how you'll be. You can't be that way. You have to be able to climb out of it. And guess what, my friends? You can. You absolutely can. You just have to decide to do it. And that's what I did. I was grateful. That's how it started. And I do it every single day. And now, I love my life. And I want you to love yours, too. Life may not always be fair. And yes, it may get you down sometimes. But you don't have to stay down. You have the power within you. Now go out into the world and use it. I'm Tom Fazio, and positivity is infectious. Extend yourself. It's not a remake of an 80s pop hit, and it's not a new stretching exercise. What is it? I'm a huge fan of technology, and have been since I was a teenager in the 1980s when the biggest advance we had back then was a computer that plugged into the back of our TV. We've come a long way since then. A lot of the technology has increased our ability to communicate. I'm speaking specifically about smartphones and social media, both of which most of us have and use at the same time. And they have made it so much easier to communicate with people that we might not have been able to before. We can reconnect with old friends, see what's happening with family members around the world, and even video call like they used to only be able to do in sci-fi movies. But one thing we seem to be losing is our ability to communicate in person. Think about these situations. When you want to get in touch with someone, is your first instinct to call or text? How many of your neighbors do you actually know and talk to? When you're out, how often would someone see what I call the phone glow on your face? I see it all the time. And... I've had the phone glow myself. Let me tell you a funny story. I used to work for a wireless carrier. One night after work, about six of my coworkers and I met for dinner. We were having some lively conversation. Then one of us checked our phone for something work-related. It didn't take long for the whole table to go silent and for all of our faces to go into our phones. When the waitress came over with our drinks, she cleared her throat, shook her head, and said, you guys are weird. She wasn't wrong. There we were, all sitting together voluntarily, I might add, wanting to have dinner together and not even talking to each other. Needless to say, we were all pretty embarrassed and tried to keep our phones away for the rest of dinner, but that was somewhat unsuccessful. This is where we are now. Sure, we can communicate, if you can call it that. We barely use voice communication anymore. The text we use to replace it is severely and awfully abbreviated, misspelled and usually accompanied by or completely replaced by a slew of emojis and hashtags. Everything is an acronym now. There's even one for meeting someone in person after you meet them online. This is generally in the dating app world. It's called meeting someone IRL, or in real life. Often, when couples that have met online meet IRL, it gets awkward quickly because they probably haven't even spoken or video called yet. OMG, screaming in for your cat face. Hashtag, that happened. Full disclosure, my wife and I met through a dating app, but we talked on the phone quite a bit before we had our first date. So how do you combat all of this? By extending yourself. When you think of getting in touch with someone, they'd probably love to hear your voice, so call them. If they don't answer, leave a voicemail. Don't hang up and text them or just not leave a message at all. Get to know your neighbors. Say hello when you see them. Start a conversation. You might be surprised at what you have in common. If your neighbor happens to be older, check on them during bad weather situations or other emergencies. They'll really appreciate that. Get together with a friend you haven't seen in a while. When you're out with that friend, put your phone away, and don't look at it every time it goes off. Unless, of course, you have a situation where you need to be reached, in which case you should tell your friend beforehand or just reschedule. Go out of your way to do something for someone. If someone you care about is struggling, offer some help. Be specific when you offer, though. Asking someone, is there anything I can do, is generally not a good idea because very often they don't know what you can do. Volunteer for a cause you believe in. Don't just post about it on social media or throw money at it. Get in there and get your hands dirty. If you're doing well in your life, help someone who may not be. Even if they turn down the help, just knowing that you offered will make them smile. There are so many ways that you can connect with people that don't involve a smartphone or social media. Don't get me wrong, I'm not against either of these things. I use both every single day. But if you want real connection, you must extend. Technology is great. But remember, it's a tool, not a way of life. A personal connection is so much better than even the best Wi-Fi. I'm Tom Fazio, and positivity is infectious.